it's another episode of the Saturday Night Smoke Show. We're coming at you with number 11. Before I get into our fucking guest, uh, this Tuesday the 20th, if you're watching this the day it comes out, the Tuesday after, we're doing the gold giveaway, all right? So I made the rules way simpler <laughs> than I did when I started that. So uh, yeah, hop on there, tag a friend, like it, follow whatever. You, the rules are there, but uh, grab a fucking hat because uh, never making these again. I mean, we'll make something similar because I like the idea, but the gold on gold on black's never happening again. Grab a gold and black ashtray, grab a pre-roll, and uh, if you don't win, we'll be selling them on the 20th. Just hit me up. We're not doing like a fucking a shop or anything. I don't, I don't have enough shit going on in my life to require paying for a shop, so just do it simple through the DMs, but yeah, episode 11's guest, Jonah Litt. This guy came highly recommended to me by uh, episode 2's guest, and this was a good one. Because I don't fucking know anything about guns, and it was nice sitting down with somebody that did. Or lifting, for that, for that matter. I don't really know anything about that either, so it was, it was nice hearing about that. But uh, yeah, hit Jonah up in the links in the description. Enter the giveaway, and we'll see you all next time. All right, first off, welcome, Studio 84. Cheers, Doug. Thank you. Uh, it's nice to fucking have you. So I I don't know if you remember this, but, like, you were... When I first got into lifting, I was going to Good Life on yeah. 8th Street. Yeah, And I remember seeing you and being like, holy shit, that's fucking wild. <laughs> like, it's, well, like, I, at the time, because, I mean, I, was, I wasn't even, like, squatting above, like, 150 at the right. time. So you were one of the first people that I was like, oh, shit, like, that's Man, a lot that of weight. Was- that was like four or five years ago. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. No, I definitely remember seeing you at Good Life too. Okay, good. Yeah, but yeah, and then I saw you at Rise, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" <laughs> How fucking sick is Rise, though? Honestly, it's I'm awesome. Out for two seconds, like that, I literally never squatted above one fifty until I was around like those guys, mm-hmm. and it's like if I don't know, a month later, I was squatting like two plates. It's so weird just being around that type of energy and in that environment is just makes you I guess makes you want to try harder and just something about that place just makes you stronger yeah and <laughs> especially like the people there too because they attract some real fucking oh psychopaths like they us. do <laughs> <laughs> people yeah it's it's a it's it's an interesting they have there's an interesting crowd because like that I had never fucking lifted with anybody until I went there and then you just pull up and start chatting with people there. And I was like, oh, this is this is way funner. Yeah, no, at first it was like, oh, this is weird. Like, you guys, you guys actually talk to each other and nobody like, wears headphones. Yeah, no, eh, there's the odd few. I, I mean, mean, I yeah, do sometimes, but, but no, it's so much better when you can, like, actually talk and hang out with the people. Yeah, exactly. I'm sick. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we were talking here about before this about fucking uh, the Minecraft. Yeah. So do, you, do you play that a lot? Again, it's like weird phases like there was a time where like me and four other buddies like started a world and that's like all we played every single day for like two and a half hours for ah, i think we did that for just like a month straight yeah and then finally just we stopped it's probably gonna happen again pretty soon here because yeah not much else to do at the moment yeah that's true i remember when i really had nothing to do like one of us got COVID here, so we had to lock down for two weeks, and fucking, like, it was, like, 16 hours a day for me. Ugh. And, I mean, I hadn't touched it in months, but I was just, I 
<laughs> fucking did so much shit in that two weeks. I'm so happy that I like I've been pretty safe and like I haven't had to quarantine or do anything. I can't even imagine what it actually feel like to quarantine. Like you haven't had to yet. No, really? So did you keep working when everything like shut down? Well, like, yes and no. I was like bouncing at the bar. Yeah. And then wait, there... did you stop that guy with the gun? No. Okay. <laughs> so that was just like a random Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. But because of that, we had to like have bouncers on every single night. Wow. Man, it was awful. Was it? Being there on a Monday night from like 7 to 11 and like three people come in. It's (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. It must be like doing retail on a Wednesday. Just nothing happens. Fucking. No, I've only I've only bounced once and it was for like two months and it wasn't really bouncing. It was more like. I got hired at uh, the off sale at Stans. Oh yeah, Stabs. Oh, oh it, there, yeah. Stabs. <laughs> and like my, I think I was only doing like Friday, Saturday nights. But my like second or third weekend, fucking old man Stan comes in to the bar, like half cut, and it's, and it's like my bouncer just quit. So I might call you if I need something. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like, all right, I guess. And I just, I just took it because the tips were so fucking stupid in the off sale. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think me and the other guy in the off sale on New Year's Eve, we walked away with like 300 bucks cash. Holy shit. Like it was, and I mean, it was not like a strange thing to make like 50 bucks in a night. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was different for me because I only did the weekends. Maybe it was slower mm. for him on the weekdays, but he was also the only one taking home fucking tips on the weekdays. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't know if it's just like I'm a little too baked. I just don't. I can't <laughs> grasp the concept of like getting tips from like an off sale, like when they're buying their alcohol and everything. Or yeah, what? Well, because it was connected to the bar, mm. right? Like you could walk from the off sale to the bar. Oh, okay. So yeah. people would like get fucking wasted in the bar, come to us on their way out. It's a perfect system. Yeah, it is a very good system for whoever's working there. What isn't a good system is the rest of that place. (laughs) I mean, he maybe had like 13, 14 people working there and fucking he's writing out like hundreds, apparently, of T4s every year. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Something about that doesn't sound right. I know, right? Uh, But yeah, what? uh, Can you get stories from Hudson's? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What kind of story do you want? I don't know. Like assault would be fun, um, or something in that range. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like any notable ones. Even a not notable one. Fuck it. I'll, I mean, I'll, the only notable one I have from stands is like some fucking like fifty, forty year old lady. Just on, I think it was New Year's Eve. This is the one person I kind of had to like deal with. But uh, she just like kicked in the door to where all the fucking cash was because she was pissed drunk and just had to get thrown out. Sounds about right. Yeah, that was okay. the most exciting thing there. Other than fucking West Side Dougie was there every night. So I got, I know, really? <laughs> yeah. Man, he makes his way everywhere. I know. And, and fucking people loved him. He, and they were just like, you want a beer? Why not? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, I'd probably wouldn't say no either. <laughs> right? Okay, I got two notable stories from my time as bouncing. This is all pre-COVID. The This was Austin's first or second shift. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so it was his first or second shift, and, like, it, it got heated quickly. Nice. So what had happened was this, like, 40, like, mid-40-year-old 
absolutely coked out and just kind of started choking this girl for some reason. Oh, that's good. And then... Like, did, like was she enjoying it or was no, this assault? Uh, from what I was told, he just kind of like started choking her. So then one of the girl's friends, a guy, just starts wailing on this dude and like he's just sh- like the jersey and just punching, feeding, feeding. Nice. So then we get the call on the radio. It's code two at table 40. So we all just rush there. And then me and Austin grabbed the dude that was like choking the girl. And then a bunch of other guys grabbed the other guy. So we had the coked out dude. Nice. And he was fighting and he was fighting, fighting, fighting. We finally, our manager is running. He's like, put him on the fucking ground. So then like Austin and I are just like, all right, we're doing this. We just like kind of picked him up slightly and just, <laughs> just put him down. And then at like some point throughout the night, I think he like chipped his tooth and like cut his lip. So as Austin and I are holding him down, he's like a little bit of a blood puddle is like starting to like go. And then he somehow bucks me and Austin off. He pushes me to his back and he's like, now we're like, he's, we're like sitting down basically. And then he's like winding up to like, punch Austin, but I just kind of like grabbed his arm and grabbed his neck and just kind of like put him back. And I wasn't choking him. And I just kind of like bear hugged him as hard as I could. Yeah. And then my manager was like, put him down on the ground again. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, like it's okay. Like I got this under control. Cause I can see that if we put him down, I'm going straight into his puddle of blood. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> and then I was like, and my manager's like, put him on the ground, put him on the ground. I was like, no, I don't know. And then finally someone pulls me into the puddle of blood and, yeah, I just I just took it. I just accepted it. And it was gross. <laughs> it was warm. That's it was fucking wild. And you, it was do you have any fighting floor. experience? Um, I mean, I did like Taekwondo growing up. I did wrestling in high school and I did oh, okay. like a couple years of judo. I mean, that's about it. That's pretty good, though. That's a lot more than most people <laughs> have. Like that's like if I was going to have a bar, that's who I'd want. You know what I mean? Mm, I definitely yeah. wouldn't pick the fat guy from the off sale. <laughs> just be like, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. We have a couple bigger dudes that bounce and when they want to move, they can move. Yeah. They, <laughs> it's always, it's always hilarious watching, um, our one bouncer, Brian, he's like six, six, 300 pounds. And when he wants to move, he moves and he will push anybody out of the way. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Every now and then you get one of those big guys that can really move. I'm not one of them. <laughs> if you ever try to see me do a burpee it is the ugliest thing okay well burpees shouldn't be a thing first of all they're awful yeah but that's why they're so good man any any time i've got the room for those i'm gonna do them oh man every time that i like see a workout that has my I, I just completely avoid the workout oh really um, yeah like i will not do burpees unless i like have to i they're just an awful movement yeah they're not fun they take forever I guess so. I mean, I fucking, when I, I think right around the time that I started at Rise, I found this like free strongman program mm-hmm. and it was, and a lot of it was just like any, like pretty much any deadlift. You were supersetting it with like an ab move. Okay. And so burpees was one of them. Oh like God. pretty much every time you deadlifted, it was fucking, it was wild. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just like used to them as much as they feel like death. I'm just like, yeah, but. You got to throw them in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you do have to throw them in. They're good, but I, yeah, They're I just so want to avoid them as much as possible. Yeah. 
So what got you into training? Because doing a little look back on you, it looks like you've done a lot of different shit. Yeah. I mean, you could you could definitely snatch better than I ever could. Wow. Yeah, I like did competitive Olympic weightlifting for five years or so. But I mean, when I, I say competitive, I went to like junior nationals three times. Place last. It was, it's, it's not that hard to qualify in Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. But still, that's pretty good. And then did CrossFit for a long time. Because my mom is like hardcore into CrossFit. Oh, really? Yeah. That's wild. Like she's hardcore, like for her age, like goes, she's gone to the CrossFit games for the last, I don't know, seven years. Jesus. How old is she? She, man, I don't know. She, I know she's in the 40s, 50s or something like that. 55 to 59 age category. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes, fuck man. That's, I couldn't imagine doing fucking CrossFit like, ugh. Like I'm, I'm not even thirty, and I don't think I, my body could fucking handle that. Man, I kind of miss it. Like right? I, I talk about like not, not liking to do burpees, but then I'll do just like some dumb CrossFit workouts where I feel even worse. Like I feel better if I did a hundred burpees versus doing this CrossFit workout. But there's just like something about being in that much pain. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there before. There's something nice about mm-hmm. it. It's. I mean, CrossFit's a weird kind of pain, though. Yeah. It's a lot of... Maybe, maybe it's because, like, I've always been, like, overweight, but it's, like, the lungs, that lung pain with any of that... Any of that... Right. Heavy, intense wild. breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. Ugh. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what a runner's high is, but I'm just associating it to that feeling of, like, when you're done your workout and just being... Just clear. So much pain. You're so sore, but you're just like, I... Yeah. Your mind's clear. Yeah. No, I think, I think pain's good for thinking like that though. Like you ever, you ever feel like, I mean, you've got a bunch of tattoos. You ever feel like that after a tattoo where you're like, sure you're dead, but the second you like kind of eat something or rehydrate, you're like, okay, now I'm clear. Like this is fucking killing me, but now I'm like, this is time to get some good thinking done. Like do some math questions or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. No, yeah, I'd I'd say pain is good. What's the worst one you ever had? Like tattoos. Or what, you know, anything in that realm? Um, I don't know. So I have the top of my feet done. Oh, fuck <laughs> no. That was awful. That's got to feel like fucking shit. Honestly, I don't even know. I like, so I got my right foot done like three years ago. Yeah. And it was um at Ink Addiction. Those like, just get what you get tattoos. So oh, I paid a yeah. hundred bucks. I didn't even look at it. I just like threw it to the tattoo artist. I was like, that's what's going on in my foot. He's like, do you want to look at it? <laughs> I was like, not really. He's like, well, what if it's a bad one? Well, okay, you look at it and tell me if it's a bad one. He's like, well, all right. Looks at it, he's like, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I haven't done one of those yet. And then, like, two years after that, I was like, oh, thinking, I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I should do my other foot, because it just kind of looks weird having one foot done. Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was as bad as I... It was way worse. I was, yeah. Yeah, because you're older. I think you get a little bit, like, less good at handling pain when you get older. Man, don't say that, because I want to get more tattoos. Well, obviously, you just start fucking I'm just gonna do taking it. test, yeah. and then nothing hurts. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so I'd say, like, worst pain would either be, like, top of the foot, and then I have my knee done. Oh, that one sucks. I got that, too. But, like, so the actual kneecap wasn't too bad. Yeah. But, like, I have a, like, little sliver of tattoo on my shin. Yeah, that was the worst feeling ever. I could like relate it to just like having a grinder going like a cheese grater on my like shin. 
Yeah, I remember mine, the worst shit was everything around the kneecap. Mm. Like, the kneecap wasn't even that bad. But for some reason with mine, they left it until last. So it was just, it probably hurt worse than it should. But it still wasn't as bad as, like, some of those little folds where your kneecap ends and something Uh, else begins. Just something, and the needle just gets right into that spot. Yeah. It's like you see their arm, like, drop down a fucking millimeter because of just, (laughs) the needle can fucking just dig into you. Oh, God. Okay, what about you? You have your head done. Like, yeah. Was that the worst one or what? Uh, a lot of it, I mean, my my artist Chantel will say I whined like a little bitch the entire time. I know it, but because I did. But like, the only thing that really sucked about it was like getting right up to where the head meets the ear. Like, that was oh, fucking like dog shit. Yeah, there's like nothing there. That's going straight in. Yeah. And some weird little like dimples in the head kind of really sucked. But mm-hmm. For the most part, yeah, the ear was just, I'm never doing that again. No? No. Maybe like two years, be like me for, think like, oh, I wasn't that bad. Oh, no, 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 I remember this vividly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not happening. I don't know what, I don't know what's going to go on on this side of the head eventually, but it's probably not going to happen until I'm fucking like 50, because I'm just, like, time to fucking calm down a little bit on the tattoos. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, when I got my first one, it was hooked right away. Yeah, I think like within the next like two years, I had my entire or I had my like chest piece, my arm done. I had like little pieces on my stomach. Yeah. What was the first one? How old were you? 17. 17. Um, yeah, my, my first one was my. Oh, a lot of one for the first one. So, yeah, the entire koi fish. Yeah, that was my first one. Wow, that's fucking wild. My first one was like real tiny. It's just like this fucking uh, heart on my chest, like. Sort of where your heart should be. Not really. I think it was probably closer back then because I was so much fatter. But mm. <laughs> but yeah, that was 16. That was like a birthday present from my mom. I feel so bad for my mom. Like I didn't. I didn't like <laughs> I have a lot of tattoos and I didn't tell her about any of them. Really? Like I would like my first one. I just say I just like, hey, mom, like dad and I are just going out. We're just going to go hang out for the day. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And then I come home six hours later, bandaged up, and she's like, what did you do? And I was like, ah, I got a tattoo, surprise. And then it was the same, yeah, same thing for every single one of my tattoos. Yeah. I was able to hide my feet and my knee from her for a little bit. And then one summer day, I think I just wore shorts. And she's like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. So my mom always knew about it, because, like, I don't know. I don't know if she just like didn't care or was or if she was just like, ah, it's better than drugs, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was also doing at the time, so not like it mattered. <laughs> fucking um Yeah, like my first uh I guess my first two real ones were birthday gifts from her mm-hmm. because I got the potato at sixteen that um my friend drew for me and then or it, it looks the heart, it looks like a potato now, it's so faded, but um and then like the fucking skull with the bat wings on the inside of my arm for my 17th. And she came with me for that one too. And just like sat there for the first 20 minutes. Wow. But yeah. And, but yeah, in between that, like, I think I had like found like a, ta- like a really shitty cheap tattoo kit on like Amazon or eBay or something. Did you give one yourself? Oh yeah. I really bunch. like, I, I dedicated it all to like one leg. So mm-hmm. it's just like all the shitty stuff goes here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, I gave myself just like a really shitty. God, I did so many, and I did. I was 
awful person that did them on other people too. Oh man. Uh, but fucking, yeah, I gave myself like a fucking six, six, six and a fucking like another death bat because I don't think I had the, the good one yet. Mm-hmm. Just like on my foot and like some, you know, some fucking smiley faces and shit. Just, just like all the worst things. No, my cousin did the exact same thing. He, he wanted, he, he wanted, he wanted like some tattoos. So he just ordered a tattoo kit off of Amazon. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> and he just kind of started tattooing himself. Yeah. And he's got just like a skateboard on his forearm, <laughs> but it looks like a band aid. Oh man. They know the man. So, <laughs> and he gets like <laughs> ripped apart by my uncles. Like every time we're out at the, out at the lake or everything, they're like, do you hurt your arm? Oh, you got a band aid on there. <laughs> And he, he just takes it. It's been years of that, but he still takes it. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, yeah. No, nobody should be allowed to do that. You should, you should literally have like require a license for that. Oh, absolutely. Cause or at any, least a background check. Anybody can order. Yeah. A tattoo kit off Amazon and just. And just be like, Hey, it. come over to my basement. You yeah. Know, like I'll, I'll give you a little, like, and I, I did this with other people too, but I traded like a six pack of beer for like this piece of shit, like sailboat. <laughs> It's just all blown out and shit. Like, it looks horrible. But it's on that same leg, so it's fine. Well, <laughs> and that's awesome. But people would do that with me. Like, I feel so bad for... Not even, not even most of them. All of them that I did on <laughs> other people because they were terrible. Uh, like, one like one dude wanted an upside-down cross, and he basically just ended up with, like, a shitty hockey stick. My friend... Oh, my God. My friend fucking Joey. He, uh... He wanted to get, like... What was it like some like the initials to some band's name that was from Alberta or something? I think it was like as bold as lions, mm-hmm. but it came out. So it should have been A-B-A-L and it came out looking like anal. <laughs> <laughs> like just the worst. Like you should 100 percent have to pass a test before you can get one of those. That's awesome. That's, that's not hilarious. awesome. You have to live with that forever. Yeah, but that's like a great that's like that's a great story. That, I mean, that's yeah, a great that's it's a, a funny story. story. You can tell your kids like 10 years later. Oh, man. Yeah, so I got my... It's really? like faded as hell. Yeah, I can't even see it. What is it? It used to say Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. I had to call like four different tattoo shops because they wouldn't... Nobody wanted to do this, but finally I got... I found one that did it. Like, I probably want... I want to go get it touched up so you can actually see it. Yeah. But this was like back when there's like a huge trend or whatever in the States. Everybody doing that? Everybody doing it. So then someone in my like friend group like messages the group chat. He's like, everybody, like, let's get some like, let's get some lip tattoos. Like, let's do it. Yeah, let's Let's do it. Like Kenny Rogers lyrics. Let's go. Everyone, everyone was on board. Everyone was like, yeah, like we're doing this. We're doing this. So I was like, all right, we're doing this. I'm the only one. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I had a, I had a group of friends that basically went the same way when I was like, I mean, I was drunk for a lot of this, but so I don't really remember a whole bunch of it. But uh, fucking me and like, I don't know, 10 people were all like, yeah, let's get like tattoos that say fucking this is like Saskatoon scum crew or whatever. And like, I think three of us did it. Mm-hmm. And like mine, I fucked up mine so bad. I didn't even do it and I fucked it up. <laughs> but like, it's just the SSC initials. Mm-hmm. I got it behind my right. Mm-hmm. so it the ear kind of covered up the c and everybody just s 
Everybody oh. just thought I had a fucking Nazi tattoo. Literally, there's a girl that fucking quit a job that I started working oh at. Oh my god! Because she thought I was like a fucking Nazi, and so even so, that's what led to the fucking head tattoo. I was just like, I can't. It's, I need this gone. Like, I would love to like honor those good memories that I have with those people, but mm-hmm. at the same time, and like not, not walking around with SS on your neck. Yeah, I'd much rather walk around with a bunch of hexagons because at least I can be like, I just like shapes, you know? Yeah. I don't have to like fold my ear back and be like, no, 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 that's, that's, there's more of it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. That was without a doubt that the pain of that is worse than any tattoo I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So I don't know. Do you put, are you one of those people that's like, I'm going to be covered eventually. It's just a matter of time. Or are you like, I don't know. Are you kind of happy where you are? I'm like, well, I mean, honestly, I want more. Yeah. I really want to get my like stomach tattooed. Yeah. I just want to get like a piece of like traditional American flash. But my girlfriend doesn't want me to get my stomach tattooed. Really? Why not? I don't know. She just, that's like the one spot she just doesn't like. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll surprise her one day. Yeah. But yeah. Just maybe just save it for last if it's a serious thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. But I don't know, like I've, I don't really want to get my other arm done. I've thought about like starting a back piece. I think that'd be really sweet. Yeah, those are, but that's, that's like a like, commitment. Yeah, that's like car payments, mm-hmm. commitment, probably more. That's, yeah. like, that's like a sports car payment. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I don't know. That's, that's definitely like 10 years away if, if that ever happens. Yeah. No, I'm the same way because I really want to continue this like weird black work theme and just mm-hmm. do a whole sleeve out of it oh, that'd like be sweet. this side of my chest and shit just like something big but i'm also like i'm not gonna have the money for that in a long time yeah which i mean realistically i could have made a big dent in that if i didn't do this but <laughs> <laughs> well this is a sweet setup i like it it's yeah it's all right i'm definitely like thinking all i mean i'm six months in mm-hmm. i should actually say you're like the I mean, I didn't do seasons. Now mm-hmm. that I'm six months in, I feel like I should have and just cut each year into two seasons. That would have been cool. Yeah. But if I had done that, you would actually be episode one, season two. Hell yeah. That's pretty sweet. You know, if I, uh, I would have had 11 episodes if Austin hadn't fucking made me ditch the one that we did. I had to miss like when episode two was supposed to come out. But yeah, love you, Austin. Yeah, I remember that. I was like really looking forward to it and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah. I fucked it up, so uh, we got to redo it. He talked about his job, so. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, fucking. um, Oh, what the fuck was I going to say? Maybe that was a little too much joint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This happens. I'm definitely pretty fried, going to be honest. That's okay. It's It's it's, Saturday. It's a beautiful day outside. Exactly. It is what it's for. I don't often actually shoot these on Saturdays. Really? So, So this is a treat. (laughs) <laughs> so thanks for being here i didn't ask you do you, is there anything you want to promote i always forget about this till mm. like a half hour in yeah. plug your instagram anything like that sure if you want to check my instagram out it is <laughs> that's why you don't use your name because it's always some variation of it that you can't easily remember um yeah i don't even know what my own instagram is just Jonah Lit. Jonah Lit. That's all it is. I was going to say, you have a really, like, German last name. Oh, man. It's, like, hardcore German. Yeah. Can I speak any German? Absolutely not. 
Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah. You'd be better off learning, like, Spanish or French at this point. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, no, not that anybody likes French or the French, but... Fucking... I, I, it's useful. Well, it is, yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say, like, is this the wrong time to tell you I'm French? Ah, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing, what, French and German? Is that where the name comes from, or...? No. Uh, okay. I don't know, just my, like... My siblings, they're, they're like, French hardcore... Yeah. And so when they, they went to like a French school growing up and then my mom was like, ah, I don't want him to feel left out. We're putting him in the same group. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is fine. I'm technically half French. So no. it's, it's not like I'm not hating on my own fucking people. But <laughs> I don't know. It's always just that's one of those ones. And it just seems like a weird culture. And the fact that there's just like a really an even weirder variation of it across the ocean. Oh, yeah. And like half this country is fucked up. It's so weird. Like. The yeah, the two different types of French is basically like yeah, in France and then over in Canada. Yeah. Completely different. Even if you go to like Quebec. Yeah. The people there in French, like, I can't even understand it. I mean, I never tried uh, fucking I mean, I I sort of tried. Like I went there once, didn't mm-hmm. speak the language. It's just a mess. But uh I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of those like people that I'm just like, ah, I don't like them. Hmm. It's just weird, you know? Yeah. It's really easy to do that because most of them are white. <laughs> <laughs> makes it easier. Yeah, especially because I can be like, well, that's technically my people too. That makes it yeah. really easy. But yeah, they're just, I don't know, they're fucking weird. Like, we were talking about uh, on the last episode, like, they probably wouldn't, oh, there's a whole other conversation, but they probably wouldn't taste that good if we, like, ate a French person compared to, like, a lot of other countries. Hmm. <laughs> I'll ask you the same question. I don't know how to answer that. I'll ask you the same question. What do you think would be the most delicious race of person to eat? The most delicious? Yeah. Got to be South American, right? All the spices over generations. I I, like. I don't know if I want to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's got to be the spices that does it. Um. What a question. I know, right? I'm trying to get a little bit more creative with this shit. Um but you were taught you were talking about getting into lifting. So what brought you mm. to fucking uh powerlifting specific yeah, specifically? Um I can't talk with these fucking tongues. It's awful. Okay, I don't mean to like Yeah. I don't want to like cut our story, but yeah, yours is split, isn't it? Yeah. Man, that's cool. Best $500 I ever spent. How long did it take to heal? Like um Stitches were in for two weeks, probably another two or three weeks after that to kind of not feel like it was a healing wound. Mm-hmm. Like apparently there's a lot of blood flow, so it doesn't really take that long. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, um, so far it's been, I don't know, seven, eight, well, maybe, maybe like 10 years in the fucking lisp still haven't, still hasn't gone away. Like, so it just fucks me up every now and then. <laughs> just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was fuck. It was a, such a weird experience. I had to go to Edmonton. Like you can't like. There's just it. nobody here at the oh. time. I still. I don't think there is still. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, at the time, that was the closest one I could find. And like, the guy definitely did not have a license to freeze it, but did it anyways. Oh, just like in a <laughs> tattoo shop. Yeah. So it was pretty easy. <laughs> God damn. Um, okay. Yeah, fucking powerlifting. So, so getting into powerlifting. Um, was that straight from CrossFit? You went and did that. Uh, so what did I do? I like started with CrossFit, ended up going just 
pure Olympic lifting. And then I needed to get stronger. Yeah. So I, I just kind of slowly started phasing like Olympic lifting out and went into powerlifting more. Well, I didn't really like do powerlifting like specifically. I just like added that type of training into my like strength training. And then yeah. eventually I think I did like two powerlifting meets fell in love instantly. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, I'm going all in. This is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I want to do. Cause yeah, powerlifting meets are just so much more fun and exciting yeah, than Olympic meets. Yeah, I've only, I mean, I haven't done an Olympic meet, but like, I mean, I'll be talking praises forever about my first meet at fucking Rise. That was fucking wild. It was, um, it was like their summer one, wasn't it? No, or, it was, well, the, it was the first January the, one, I think. Oh yeah, okay, the, the Rise Open. Yeah. Man, those are always so much fun. I didn't get to go last year. I think I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Did it did it happen last year? Well, not Probably. like the not like the January that we just passed, but a mm-hmm. year before mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, because that that was still just, when everything was open and yeah. like still functioning. Yeah, so I remember like being so excited to just go watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I fucking I got like really sick. Oh, like the day before it happened, it was just like incapacitated. Oh god, and I I don't know like that's still I still think it's like I had COVID. Just your patient it. zero. Yeah. <laughs> before it, not like, patient turn- zero but maybe like three or four <laughs> before it like turned into what it is now yeah like i don't know if those rumors are about it being around mm-hmm. for like a long time before we kind of knew about it are true i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was because i just mm-hmm. you know back then when you were sick you just stayed home yeah you're just like i guess i'm gonna if stay you home for like three days yeah, yeah. If you can like especially if it was really bad like that um but yeah so did two meets. How did those go? Um, to fall in love with it. Uh, the first, I don't know. It was just some, it was honestly just the energy. Yeah. Cause like, so in Olympic lifting, as soon as like the lifter gets onto the platform, it's like dead quiet. It's eerie. It's awkward. Yeah. It's just like you, you're out there and like, you just know that everyone is like focusing on you versus like powerlifting. You walk out, people are yelling and (laughs) cheering you on. They're still watching you and, but I don't know. It's just like the fact that everyone's yelling. It's not their like entire focus on you. They're just not like looking at every single detail. They're just like, lift the weight. Yeah. And just that energy. I loved it. I think I, I think I went like six, six for nine. That meat. So it was like a shit meat. Yeah. But it was just so much fun. And then. Yeah, did the second meet. I think I ended up qualifying for like westerns. Wow, that's pretty good. So that was pretty fun. And then what were your what would what did you uh, get on that meet? Do you know that made that you qualified? I I don't know. It was was I, it like it wasn't anything astronomical no, at the time. Honestly, at the time it wasn't because yeah they'd because this was like three years ago. So like the qualifying totals were like. I don't know, a hundred kilos less than what they are now. Oh, okay. So I think the qualifying total was only like four ninety for my weight class. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, so I yeah, qualified for that. And then went to Westerns so I could qualify for nationals. Yeah. Nationals was honestly so much fun. I think I placed like 14th out of 16, but just like that <laughs> energy. Like th- that is so much different. Yeah. What was, so take me back there. Cause I really am curious about this. Cause I've seen some videos. Luckily, uh, I think it was 
the nationals that like you and a bunch of other people from rise went to that i ended up like there was a tv on at the gym while it was happening and i remember being i mean first off i was at the time i was kind of thinking about doing this mm-hmm. so i was blown away by the production quality oh really yeah but then if it's the one i'm thinking of at least but then uh yeah just being like oh, i know that oh my i'm like holy shit like a lot of these people are actually really good <laughs> and like you know you were one of them because obviously i remember you from fucking good life but like I remember seeing Zoe up on that platform. I remember seeing uh, Namco was there too. Yeah, Namco was there too. Like a couple other people whose names I don't know because I'm <laughs> bad with names. But um, yeah, well, like that had to be a fucking crazy scene, like backstage to that. Not- yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like this, there's a stage. Like it's a whole production. Yeah. Like we had like there's the ramp and the stairs for us to like walk up and get on the stage and everything. It was so much fun all the platforms like all the equipment you needed into the warm-up area um honestly it was run pretty well like it was yeah. one run well like i think we we're on time for everything the one thing that like always surprised me about like powerlifting meets is how tired you honestly are at the end of the day yeah i didn't expect to be just like exhausted because yeah i mean it was a long day i think my weigh-in was nine in the morning and i started lifting at two yeah and then i finished if that makes uh and then i finished around seven that's 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 like a 10 hour day yeah i mean you're you're not lifting for the whole thing no that's still like you'd be thinking about it that's brain power that that takes mm -hmm. i mean that can exhaust you more than anything oh yeah so then yeah i'd get home or i got back to the hotel like around 7 30 and i was just like i don't i don't want to leave i don't want to go out for supper with anybody i just i just want to lay in my bed I'm going to eat my sandwiches that I made for lunch. That's it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember, uh, I mean, even something as like small as the rise open, I was just, I was like, oh, this feels like the best day at the gym ever. Oh yeah. Warming up back there. Cause I was like, I was really lucky to be like in a fucking class with like a bunch of people mm-hmm. that I actually knew pretty well. Oh, it just makes it so much more fun. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It was cool. I can't wait to do it again once I figure out what, oh, what's wrong with my fucking knee. Ooh. Like pain? Mm-hmm. Squatting or just in general? Yeah. It's been... I don't know. It's been pretty good lately. Mm-hmm. By lately, I mean like the past five days, six days. <laughs> so, I mean, I... The doctor was like, you know, he just kind of moved me around and didn't really like fucking look at it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you probably just got back into it too quick because I'm always like that piece of shit that just ditches the gym for like eight weeks in the winter. And then, yeah, really cool. fair enough. But then I just go right back into it like a hundred percent. Yeah, well, not even a hundred percent, but I was like, you know, I, I mean, I've been shitty at it the past like two years, anyways. Mm. Just not super consistent, but just harder than I should have been. Like, I think my first day back, I was like, I'm going to do like sets of fucking, you know, eight or 10 squats or whatever. Like I can, I can easily just throw on 135. Yeah. No doubt. And then I walked away from that being like, that was not a good idea. Uh, I've had those days, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I can kind of like, I can squat like 95 pounds depth. That's what mm-hmm. is, you know, with some bands, that's about as good as it gets. Yep. Me. But do you definitely like more bend in the knees fucking it up? That's what I've realized. So it's been a lot of like block pulls and like box squats to a stupid high height. Mm, yeah, I just kind of want to work your way back into it. Yeah, yeah it's just, just so weird. It is a really weird joint. And 
people keep shouting at me like the knees over toe guy and i'm just like every, i tried all that shit mm-hmm. and that's all things that just aggravate it more than anything mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah but i i'm really excited to get it figured out and get back to it i definitely got to go see somebody nah, that's always the worst thing to do yeah i hate doing that I know. Asking for help, it's awful. (laughs) It is. It's the worst part about being a human being. Without a doubt. Um, I did want to ask you, though. Yeah. What's your predictions for the CNS Bowl? Because this is going to come out about two weeks before that. I am going to try my best to win. Yeah. I am so excited for this. Do you think you got a fighting chance? I don't know. I have a a pretty (laughs) shitty hip thrust. I think I'd be able, I think I'll be able to like pull like a pretty good weight for the trap bar. Yeah. The curl is going to be my event. Is it? Yeah. Look into the camera and say that. The curling event is mine. I'm going to win that. (laughs) All right. Now I'm so excited. (laughs) This feels like what pro wrestling should have (laughs) been. I honestly, like, as soon as I saw, like, Max bicep curl, I got so excited. I know. I saw that with uh, the fucking overhead press. I'm like, yes. And then I started trying movements. And I just oh. fucked up my knee too bad. I mean, if I feel good, like, the day before, I'm just going to throw my name up on the fucking board anyways. But yep. fucking, I'm not trying for it at all. I said, I, was, uh, I don't know. When I, like, first started off, I was like, ah, I'm not really going to change my training. I'm just going to let the day come and we're going to max out. We're going to max out. Yeah. No. Now I'm, like, focusing I'm like working, like programming around those three or those five lifts. Yeah. They're a wild I, five lifts too. It's a weird combination. <laughs> what I, is it? Trap bar, deadlift, hip thrust, overhead press, curl, and. Penlay row. And a penlay <laughs> And a penlay <laughs> row. That's Max so, penlay roll. That's so wild. I'm going to pull my back doing that. Like I'm going to. It's going to be can't, awful. I mean, I'm definitely going to come watch at the very least. <laughs> Even if, I don't know, I might jump in for the overhead press because I can do that. Yeah. But <laughs> this is going to be so wild. And it's going to be, oh God, even that, I'm just so excited to see like how they're going to judge the Penley row. Yeah. And to see like how much people can actually row. I don't think I, they're going to judge it very much. <laughs> That's my honest prediction. I just, I want to see someone Penley row three plates. That would be sick. That would be so cool. I can definitely see a couple of people doing that. I hope so. I can see Diggs doing that. I bet he pulls it off. Yeah. Yeah, he's powerful. I was going to say, yeah, you or Deggs is probably my prediction for the winner. Yes. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe Austin has a fighting chance. I don't know. But we'll uh, see. Yeah, we'll see. That's um, that's my predictions. And obviously the fucking forklift takes the women's. <laughs> like, um, either that or I think Jackie's name is on the board now, too. Oh, she's that too? I think, don't oh. quote me. But I think so. And that's going to be wild. Oh, God. What can she press? I mean, a lot. I don't know. I haven't had to do any research on her in like six months. But (laughs) fucking. Damn it. I think, I don't know. I feel like I've seen her get fucking like 200 overhead on the log. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, It's a strict press. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's another thing. You're going to have to like flex your knees and like make sure that they're all tight before you press no push press yeah like that's i that's fucking wild to put like no no no. we could do like a big like whatever you want Mm -hmm. kind of push press but fucking no we're gonna do a strict press that's fucking wild (laughs) i can't wait to see somebody just tear a rotator oh god (laughs) yeah no my goal is to not fry my cns before the bowl yeah 
But then at the bowl. But then just absolutely ruin it. It's going to be, man. I'm going to ruin myself. Jim's going to be, that side of the gym's going to be dead for like a week. Oh, yeah. Like nobody's coming in. (laughs) Maybe some of the animals, but. (laughs) I'll be taking like a couple days off after that. I'm definitely going to go in the next day and be like, I have room for burpees. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It's going to be, it's going to be fucking fun though. Even just to watch it. I'm so like I'm so glad they fucking did this because I was I mean I was disappointed when they canceled the Rise Open. Not that I was in competition mm. shape. But I was like, ah man. The- yeah, I was sad about that because it's it, it's fun. Yeah. Even to, even just to watch it because like I was never really like much like did you, you did sports in high school? You were saying you did wrestling and yeah. shit. Yeah. Did you like were you were you the kind of person that like actually went out of their way to watch sports? Oh God, no! Oh really? Like like sports on TV or yeah, like football, baseball, man, that bullshit. Man, I did a fantasy league. I thought it'd be really fun to do a fantasy league like four years ago. Yeah, and just with my friends, and I was like, yeah, this is this. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally get into a sport because I don't know. Like they're always like in our group chat talking about players getting drafted, teams winning, and I was like, I have no idea who you're talking about. So I was like, this is the year that I force myself to enjoy it and have a good time. And I'm going to do great in this fantasy league. Yeah. Have you ever done a fantasy league? No, I don't even understand how the fuck that works. Uh, you just like pick players and they get you points. Yeah. And so you just first, you just go against like us one guy one week, another guy the next week. That's how it works. I no one explained to me like how a fantasy league works. I didn't know you could like trade your players. So I like picked, I picked all my like players and I just kept those same players for like five weeks until finally someone was like, you know, you can like trade up your roster. And I was like, oh, thanks for telling me, guys. <laughs> Long story short, I lost. Yeah. And then so we did. And I think it was like a $20 buy in. First place gets the buy in. And then the last place has to do like a punishment decided by the group. Yeah. And then so I had to run through center mall, like one end to the other in like a thong. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a fucking, that's a high intensity fucking fantasy league. Yeah, it was fun. That's, that's a lot. That's also another reason why I was like, I'm going to do really good. Because yeah. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> did so, you make did, it? Did anybody take you out? What? Across the mall? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I ran. <laughs> Go, I got, I got, I had like, when I was like running through the, the food court, I had, I was like yelling fantasy loser. And I, got, I heard a couple dads being like, hey, hey. <laughs> They were like, I've been there. Yeah, they're like, ah, I can relate. That's fucking funny. No, I watched, uh, just like a couple of months ago, I watched, it wasn't live, but like my first baseball game because I could not stop losing it. This It was one of the ones like early on in the fucking, uh, the pandy. Is that when they had like all the cardboard cutouts? No, that was, that was a little bit before that where it was dead silent every time somebody hit a bad like fly ball or something yeah they're just motherfucker (laughs) it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life man that's like the same thing with golf you can like that was so boring when they're like putting yeah i've just seen like some like little highlights or whatever it's like people like putting and they like just make a terrible shot and they just like swear and they just go off and the commentator's like oh we are gonna cut my camera hasn't been recording this entire time. No. That's good. That's good. No. The video is going to be a bunch of your face. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe, yeah, that was too much joint. All right. Noted for next time. <laughs> Noted.
Damn it. Um, <laughs> wow, that's that's a wild yeah, one. You, that's a that's a that's a damn. I haven't made a mistake like that in a while. <laughs> I mean, it's been, you know, not centered and shit, but god damn, that was a bad one. What made you realize you just I just I looked at it and I was like, okay, your red light's on. Mine isn't. What the fuck? <laughs> well, oh. that's going to be really easy to fucking edit. Holy shit. Um but yeah, so people started swearing in golf. Is that what happened? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely I loved watching all those like highlights of when it was like just dead silent for yeah. uh, baseball. God damn it! It's yeah, funny. Golf's fucking boring though. Oh, I I don't understand. I I mean, I like it, like playing golf. I'm absolutely terrible, but it's yeah. still fun. It's, but yeah, I would never be able to watch. Yeah, I've never actually like been on a real golf course. Oh. I've like almost hit like three people. Really? Yeah. It's, it's awful. That, yeah, that looks awful because I would like kill somebody if it hit them right. Yeah, no, like I like fucked up my shot so bad. Um, I'm trying to like give an example. So our green was going this way and then there was an adjacent green this way. Yeah. And then so there's a family of like three on the or on the hole next to ours. And I like swing try to hit the ball but instead of going to the hole it goes straight sideways and like the ball went like <laughs> in between like the the parents are like walking up ahead kids in the back and the ball went like in between the two groups jesus and i felt so bad because they're like what the hell and i was like i didn't know where it was going like my bad <laughs> like i suck at this i'm sorry and then i just <laughs> fucking ran over to the course picked up my ball and shame just like chucked it back onto our hole yeah that's fucking wild um yeah i'm gonna i should try golfing one of these days but it's still it doesn't look fun it's it's okay you know what does look fun that i want to try what's up with the fucking shooting how do you get into that like is it video what, games or is it fucking like just like shooting in general like uh, yeah like what do you mean like how like how the fuck do you get yourself to arrange the first time? Who does that? Um, man, like that was the biggest pain in my ass. But as, so like the way I got into it, my my I don't know, like the majority of my family hunts. Yeah. So just like growing up, we'd always go out to the farm and everyone would have their like rifle day or whatever and just like sight their rifles and getting ready for hunting season. So Oh, okay. I mean, I've been around them like the majority of my life. Yeah. And then yeah, finally I got, like, my pal, my possession acquisition license, and I bought my first rifle, just kind of went into it. And then, yeah, I got a shotgun, and then, yeah, it's trying to build, like, a precision, like, a long-range precision rifle, which is an absolute mess, because I can't even hit 50 yards. Yeah, you are telling me that didn't work out very well, did yeah. it? Yeah. No, it's trying to build your own. Yeah, because yeah, it's too big of a caliber for, like, too light of a chassis. Yeah. So, like, typically the chassis should hold or should, like, take some of the impact but it doesn't at all. So it just like three shots in bruises my shoulder. It's not a fun gun to shoot. Like it's, and it, yeah, it scopes me every time. It's yeah. just a little ring to the forehead. Yeah. That's fucking wild. So and, do you hunt now? Um, I try to go out. Pre-COVID, like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Pre-COVID I do. Uh, I usually try to go out for like maybe one or two weeks, like in November. Yeah. Cause that's like when our like rifle white tailed season starts. Oh, Okay. So yeah, usually go out by like PA Meath Park. Lots of good hunting out there. Yeah. Um, any notable? Uh, the first time I ever shot a deer was in my brother's blind, and 
it was probably the worst experience of my life. Cause like blind, what does that mean? It's just like a, it's a tent. That's like, just like a camouflage tent that we sit in. It's like a four by four square. Okay. And it was like the, it was awful. Cause so, so the deer was in the tent. No. So the deer was like, like 200 yards out in the field. And oh, okay. so my brother and I are in the tent and it's a four by four tent. So it's not that big. So you're, you're just like huddled in there. You're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And then, so legal shooting time is half an hour before sunrise to half an hour after sunset. Yeah. So we had, I think, like five minutes left of legal shooting time. And he's like, okay, hey, there's a deer in the field. Shoot it. And I was like, okay. So I grabbed like the shooting sticks. Yeah. But I didn't the lock. What? The, the shooting sticks? The shooting sticks. It, it's just like a giant bipod, basically, that you can hold. And oh, okay. I so thought that don't... was maybe a funny word for a gun for a second. <laughs> No, no. I mean that would make sense. Yeah. Okay, sure. but you. So. But yeah, so I put so and then uh, yeah, you're supposed to lock the legs for the shooting stick. Yeah. So that when you put your rifle in, they doesn't fall down. But I didn't do that. So we're in this four by four blind. I got my shooting sticks out. I got my gun out, but I didn't lock the legs. And so this, as I'm like trying to aim for this deer, the sticks just kind of keep going down. My brother starts like pressuring me. He's like, "Hey, man, like we're running out of time. Like if you're gonna shoot the deer, shoot the deer." Yeah. Like, hurry it up. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm fucking trying. Like, I'm aiming. He's like, no, like, hurry it up. So finally, I pull the trigger. I shoot, like, and I, I put a hole through his blind. So he wasn't happy about that. Shot the deer. And then that was also the worst thing ever. Because it's, now it's like sunset. It's like fucking black. We're in the middle, the middle of a field. It's cold. It. And we have to now haul this fucking deer hundred or like 200 yards back to our like little spot yeah what are those it, weigh like 200 mm, pounds 100 pounds anywhere from like 150 to probably like 220 yeah it's like it's like a person basically yeah so hauling that thing through the field and like furry person <laughs> <laughs> tossing it into the sled and then like a half hour quad drive just to get back to civilization yeah so it's like 8 30 i'm fucking cold <laughs> i don't know why but like <laughs> You, you, you sit out in the field for, yeah, what, 12 hours, 10 hours? Yeah. What's fun about that? I mean, I guess the fucking just suffering for something, <laughs> like some fucking meat like people used to do, I guess that's mm -hmm. the fun part. Yeah, I don't I just, know. I started, uh, kind of started like, actually, let's finish the story. So like when you, so when you get something like that, mm -hmm. are you, is it immediate? Like, okay, you got to like cut this up. Um, typically like what you would do. You yeah. would field dress it. So yeah, you cut the, and you want to, you want to put your tags on there. So you have your deer or you have your hide tag, your antler tag and uh, a muscle tag, I think. Yeah. So you have to tag your deer and then Are those, is, you need all three of those tags just to kill one of these. Well, like it's, it's like a way it's just like one tag, but there's the three parts. Oh, okay. Like three identifiers. Oh, okay. So does so does that just mean you get the whole thing or do you if you want like bones do you need another part of that no the i mean like the deer's yours oh okay it's, yeah it's your deer cool <laughs> so you get it back to civilization or you is it just like a cabin or are you like buy it like a yeah. little town well we're we're just out at the cabin or whatever okay. and then um skinning it yeah that's always weird yeah the insides of a deer are like warm really like Warm, warm. That's fucked. And it's really, really weird. Honestly, the first time I ever like I mean, I bet everything's my insides are a little warm. <laughs> the first time I ever put my hands inside a deer to like 
pull its guts out and everything, I was like surprised at how hot it was. Yeah. You thought they smelled bad from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The smell, the smell is another thing. Oh my God. I can't imagine it's good. Cause like, and his fucking guts, like the insides of guts probably don't smell good. No, it's, uh, you gotta be really careful that you don't like, don't pop the poop sack. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. Even, <laughs> that's even worse. That's fucking funny. So what happened with that deer? Like, did you take everything with up to do with at home? Or is um, there stuff you leave? Like, uh, what do you mean? Leave? Wow. Or, or like, just don't like you throw you, out or is mm. there any waste to it? Uh, like I'm sure like we usually, so once we skin it, the bones, we typically don't do anything with the bones. Really? That's about it. Um, depending on the size of the deer, mount it, get it stuffed. Yeah. Nah. But only if it's like a good big one. Only if it's like, yeah, something notable, something, something respectable. Worthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mounting, mounting and stuffing ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of. Because this is, that's like hunting is something I kind of really want to get into, mm-hmm. but I kind of entered it from the opposite end where I just started like, um, fucking cutting open like animals, like without killing them. I mean, huh? something kills them. Yeah. But like the first one that got into this, um, I had a dog and we found out that she needed to get put down mm-hmm. just cause she'd like fucked up her ACL and like the recovery time would have been longer than her expected life expectancy anyways oh that's sad yeah so it was just one of those where like i don't want this fucking things last year of her life to be in pain but mm-hmm. we're like we'll give her a few weeks you know and just have some you know treat her like the fucking princess she acted like mm-hmm. and uh in that like right before we put her down i think the last weekend that i had her uh a fucking magpie hit the back window there right before you go out into the yard yeah and uh, I didn't know this. And I just let the dog out. And I'd always had this joke that, like, I, she had such a bad prey drive. Like, any animal that was smaller than her, she, it was just, like, instantly she wanted to fucking eat it. Oh, my God. So I always, I always like, had made this joke. It's like, maybe, like, because it's her last few weeks, like, I should go buy, like, a rabbit or something and just, just break one of its legs and let her go at it. Just, her, you know. Cause, let her be an animal. Yeah, exactly. Let her, let her just express this drive that she already has anyways. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a fucking magpie broke its wing on my window. And I didn't realize. And I let her out. And, uh, yeah, she fucking killed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I completely. And, like, I came out and was like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Because I just saw her <laughs> there with this fucking bird in her mouth. And uh, she just dropped it. And she just looked real happy. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm glad you got to do that. <laughs> and I didn't have to like make it happen. <laughs> it but yeah, I, I forgot about it. And one, of, and one day my roommate was like, Hey, are you going to like move that dead bird? <laughs> you know, I was always like sad because my fucking dog had just been put down. Yeah. And eventually I was just like, actually, this is perfect. So I fucking, I cut the head off of this dead bird, mm-hmm. like buried the body. So it would decompose, mm-hmm. took the head that, you know, a lot of the skin had been like eaten off by bugs and shit already. Cause I'd left it for a week, but I just like oh, boiled off everything left and had like the skull. I have it upstairs. Yeah. Really? I want to, yeah. I want to get it like mounted somehow with like a little dog tag with her name on it or something. It's oh. just, it seems so much more fitting than the, like her ashes mm-hmm. to me. Just because I was like, she finally got to do that. Yeah, that was And now I have, yeah, a memento of that, of this fucking, like, just tiny little fucking magpie skull. That's pretty cool, actually. I know, right? And so now I'm like, 
I definitely want to go like looking for roadkill and try to do this more often, but I haven't yet. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, at the same time, I want to go hunting and get some fucking skulls that way too. Yeah. Cause that would be sick. Yeah. Hon- yeah. Those, they're pretty cool. Honestly. Yeah. Especially with like all the antlers and stuff. Like I've watched a bunch of videos and it's like way more comp. Well, not way more complicated, but it's like, it's a task to get those fucking skulls cleaned. Oh, is it like, obviously there's like probably bigger process than just boiling it. Yeah. It's, I mean, you gotta like, because it's such a big skull and there's so many smaller folds like that one, I can just boil because mm-hmm. it was tiny and there's really not a whole lot to a fucking bird skull. But, uh, I mean, you had to be really careful with it, but that was probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of the videos I've seen on cleaning those, there's like, you know, ways to do it to like, Cause I think there's some skin, like a little bit of like flesh inside the antlers and dealing with that, like through the fucking brain cavity or something is like a bit of a task. Oh, geez. But yeah, like, I don't know. I'm really excited to like boil some deer skull if I ever get around to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's. I've never had wild game meat either. Like you've never had some? No, closest I've gotten is the fucking bison that Costco has. Really? Yeah. Oh man, there's like nothing better than like fresh liver yeah man i've heard i've heard so many people say that about the fucking liver and like even just like the fresh meat is so fucking good that was honestly that's probably one of the coolest things that i've like ever done was the the first deer i ever killed brought it back gutted cut the meat out and then yeah cut the liver out that night yeah washed it and then threw in the pan that was pretty cool that was a pretty cool process for me yeah just like yeah, this is my kill. No, that's fucking wild though. Like, um, so you so you started hunting. What got you to the range? The way, and like building um, weapons, like you a cop or something? No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just like when I was like looking at like getting my first rifle, I was like doing a lot of research, like trying to see like oh, what's the best caliber what to get, what to, and I finally decided on like the caliber for my hunting. Yeah. And then I eventually started just watching YouTube videos of like long range precision competitions. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks really fun. Like, I think I'd like to get into that. I think I'm going to try to build like a long range precision rifle. So yeah. I tried and then getting out to the, yeah, uh, the range. I don't know. I just, I just like Google searched. I knew like the wildlife federation had a range. So yeah, I just looked up, okay, what do I need to do to get a membership? That was a pain in the ass. I like yeah. drove out to the range first and that's like 45 minutes out of the city. Yeah. Get to the range and nobody there. And you're not, you don't get your membership out at the range. You actually have to go to their office. That's in the city. Oh, nice. So 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back. Yeah. Get my light or get my membership. And I was like, I am shooting my gun today. I don't, I've already put in this much effort. I'm shooting it today. Yeah. So another 45 minutes there. <laughs> so much driving That's for funny. like an hour. Yeah. Oh, was it good? Did you just go in and like eat shit the entire time? You're like, really? All this driving for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it was still fun, but it was, I was like so determined. I was like so tired of all the driving. And I was like, I, just one more drive and I can shoot my gun. Yeah. So. And, yeah, um, I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking. 
Yeah, but maybe I shouldn't do as many of these stoned, but it's a fucking smoke show. Like, exactly. Kind of some of the allures, I think, is just it being a mess. It's in the name. Yeah, exactly. It sucks, man. You know what I'm really disappointed about? Mm. can't fucking smoke in here. I wish we could just be sitting here with joints instead of not doing it before. <laughs> I, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> That's my, my only financial goal is when this lease is up, be able to afford a place where this gets its own room and I can do that. Gets its own, like, smoke room. Yeah. That'd be like, sweet. You know, and hopefully some more space for, like, other shit. But, yeah, just, like, a good fucking media room. Like, because th- this is such a turnaround from where I was, like, fucking... And the hearse, too. That's That's another, like... I used to be such a minimalist. Like, for mm-hmm. a long time, I was like, I'm going to build one of those fucking tiny houses and just, like, own next to nothing. Those are pretty cool, honestly. They are pretty cool, but... Fucking moth in here. Um, But, like, you really, like, you cannot own very much. And, um, you know, if you were just, like... If you either could work from your computer mm-hmm. or, like, just had a fairly good-paying day job, that you know, where you don't really have any hobbies, like, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know, like, the second you want to do anything, those kind of don't work. Like, I, I definitely couldn't do this. No, yeah. I, have, I don't know what the fuck I would do with the... With the I mean, maybe if, if it was a tiny house, like, I guess you'd have some extra parking space. On, yeah. You could, that would be all right to store, space. like, an extra car. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the house, you can't fucking do anything. No. Like, and I never thought I'd be the kind of person that's like, I want a second room to myself for shit. Yeah, like, your office room. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, like, would you ever build one of those, if you could? I think so. Really? Maybe, like, just as, like, a little project. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun just to do it. Would I, uh, probably would never, like, actually, I don't know, if I were, yeah. I, I don't think You'd I live could, in there? I wouldn't live in there. I think it'd just be fun to build one. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it would be fun, because it's, like, especially, like, if you just make it one level, it seems mm-hmm. pretty easy for, like, a few people to do. Yeah. I say that with, like, no knowledge of building houses or fucking anything. I mean, I barely have any, but, like, half of half of what I learned was from, like, working some construction jobs, and the other half is from, like, trying to find out how to build a tiny house on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For a minute, I was, uh, oh, I guess, I guess I can say where I work now, because I don't work there anymore, but, so I worked for, like, RPI Vapor Lounge yep. for a long time, and uh, the fucking, uh, the regulations, they're trying to... Um, like ban flavored nicotine products. Oh yeah, like Canada wide. And like, is that even for like vape juices? Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what it's targeted at. Seriously? Yeah. Holy. They, basically, the fucking minister of health, Patty Hyju, she wants a quarter million people to just go back to cigarettes because a few thousand kids in Canada have fucking tried one. It's the it's the dumbest <laughs> fucking shit. That's so aggressive. I know, and it's just, and you're, and this is from the same government that, not that they've done anything for harm reduction, but they've definitely been like, hey, we need to, like, fund harm reduction sites, like, just arresting drug addicts, like, isn't doing shit. Mm -hmm. You know, they've at least put the rhetoric out there a little bit, but then they just turn their backs and they're like, no, 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 but we want flavored nicotine juice to be on the black market. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like... You can see, you can, it just shows like really clearly they didn't give a fuck if pot was legal because their whole not. argument was like, we need to take this money out of fucking like the black market. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, this could be taxable money. And now they're like, but this other thing would just, just put it back on yeah. the black market. Like, God. I don't know. It's the dumbest shit. Do you know anything about what they did with the gun laws? 
Like a while, like a couple of years ago or a year ago? Um, or maybe God, it was like, longer than oh, that. Oh, like the There's like a big assault band. Ban. Yeah. Um, the ban on like the assault rifles. Yeah. yeah. So um, how the fuck do you still have them if it's a ban on assault rifles? Well, like, so if it's under a certain... So they, they banned like calibers. Yeah. So there's like certain calibers that you can't own anymore. I got lucky. Both mine are like under the legal limit. Um, but like, I don't, they, they banned so many guns that were like, so tactical or like, uh, sports tactical shooting competitions are no longer a thing. Cause like owning those types of rifles, Is like the legal? semi-automatic with the like magazine fed that you yeah. can only have five rounds in. Well, yeah, all those are, I can't remember. I don't want to say like, I don't know if I'm right or if I'm right or wrong, but like, yeah, those are all gone. They're all illegal technically yeah which was yeah honestly that was so they dumb. really did they really do that just to like because fucking gun violence in canada is a little ridiculous and they're like this is gonna work like everything else they've kind of tried to do yeah other than weed yeah which also barely worked <laughs> for what they wanted it to do like it's not yeah the the gun ban isn't gonna stop anyone like if if someone really wanted to get that gun yeah. They'll go get it, and just by not selling it in the store, or like doing the right proper background checks for the proper licenses and whatever, that's not enough. Yeah, because I mean that that thing seems to me like it's a lot like the fucking drug problem. Like if you just fix everything else that's wrong with it, people probably aren't going to seek that shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you had, if, if the vast majority of people in this country had like fairly well-paying jobs, they probably wouldn't go get guns to rob people. No. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Or they wouldn't be so depressed that they need to fucking, you know, I mean, an addiction's a bigger problem than this, but they wouldn't be so fucking miserable that they need to shoot up either. Mm -hmm. That they need to, yeah, numb themselves. Yeah, or drink themselves to death, whatever the fucking cause is. But like... That was me at the beginning of COVID. Really? Oh, it was like rough. Like a lot of drinking? Oh, like every... Or just shooting up? Drinking. (laughs) Man, like, as soon as, like, that, like, first, first two months was rough. That was like, that was your drinking phase? Yeah. What, what were the, what did the phases all look like to you? Because, I mean, I think for a lot of people, it, like, definitely ebbed and flowed into, like, a lot of different things, because nobody's fucking been through this. No. Yeah, exactly. How how do you know how to react? Yeah. Me, yeah, started off was just like drinking every single night and video games. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to, I, don't think, literally I think I was going to ask you earlier. So you kept working Were you at, um, so yeah, like they were, so obviously when the quarantine happened, no. Yeah. And then the bars opened back up and then they're like, yeah, like we'll give you a couple bouncing shifts. If you want, you can be a host as well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, that'd be really good. And then eventually they're just like, yeah, we're just, here's your ROE. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't. I definitely didn't experience it like everybody else did because I just. You kept working. I just was kind of through it, or yeah. Well, I was. Uh, I mean, most of my time at this vapor lounge was spent like in the warehouse, mm-hmm. and the second everything shut down, like, you know, I remember that I vividly remember like there was kind of nothing going on we did a lot of fucking around with that warehouse so we were all just kind of standing around like being like oh the government's like making an announcement in like an hour be you know announcing who stays open and who stays closed so we're like what the like we're like i don't know like 
we, you know, obviously we had shit to do Mm -hmm. and we still did it, but fucking we're, it was the wildest thing being like, Oh, we might not come in tomorrow. Yeah. It's weird. Like every single person at this company might just be like laid off for the time being. And like literally like five minutes before we were supposed to leave for that day, they called us up to the office after the announcement had been made. And of course they were watching it like Mm -hmm. live on TV in the office. Mm -hmm. We were just like refreshing Google as we like kind of pretended to like front face shit in the warehouse and put away stock and shit. And yeah, they fucking, they were like, yeah, vape shops are one of the places that are closing. And five minutes before we left for the day, they called us up. They're like, we have a plan. All of you just come in tomorrow. Like it's normal shift. We're like, okay. And they were like, all right, we do home deliveries now. Really? Yep. How was, and I started driving. How was that? That was, that was, man, it was hard. It it was fucking like, because I mean, I don't, I've only had my license for like four years. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I didn't go out and get it when I was 16. I had to be like pushed by my ex to get it when I was like 21 or 22 or something. Yeah. So like I, you know, I had been driving for a while, but like not, I'd never, I think at that point I'd maybe been on like a drive to Regina once. Like I'd never driven in a car for a long period of time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I went straight into doing it for 10 hours a day. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. What was it like? Like it was wild. It was, I mean, it was a lot of like, oh, I can just, I just basically sit down. Like at first I thought I'll just sit down all day and mm-hmm. listen to the music I want. Which, I mean, the music's great mm-hmm. because, like, I didn't get a whole lot of a chance to do that as much as I wanted to. But the gym's closed and I was officially sitting for a living. Oh, like, yeah. I got massive. <laughs> that was the first part of it for me was just like, well, fucking, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. This is, the, you know, I always fuck off for a little bit in the year anyways. Might as well just make it this. Make part. it now. Yeah. And got back up to, like, fucking 250 after I just you know, lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. But yeah, it was a fucking, it was so wild. And like, I don't know. Like it, it was just hard. Cause like people here driving fucking suck. Oh my so hard. God. They like, I remember somebody saying to me like, Hey, you just drive for a living. Like that can't be that bad. I'm like, no, no, no. I avoid accidents for a living, which until I didn't, but <laughs> oh. yeah, it's uh that, that first part of COVID for me was a lot of like, just working see really yeah and like i mean there was there was stuff that happened at home like i don't Mm -hmm. i think i think my brain my anxious little brain was like oh the world's ending like and i just i was jerking off like 10 times a day (laughs) i was i don't know it was something in my brain was like you like wanted to reproduce but then again i was just had nobody at the time to reproduce with so it's just, yeah, it was fucking wild. Like, the shit that happened to people's brains then, like, this is all just, like, a shared drama. It absolutely is. At this point. It's but, so weird. So it, what was your second phase? You went from, like, drinking and, like, a lot of fucking cod. Uh, and then my second phase. Like, what did it shift into when it was like, oh, we're going to be in this for a minute? Because at first we didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I basically just had that... The whole time. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, for like two months or whatever, it was like a lot of like unnecessary and heavy drinking. And then I think like the third month I was like, okay, you know what? I like go take the, I can see like how many bottles and like recycling because like Sarcan was closed. So it's just piling up in the garage. I was like, ah, okay, so this may have turned into a slight problem. Yeah. So we're going to switch it up. 
So just started, I don't know, going out for more walks and just like trying to be more active. Um, I got really lucky and had like some weights at home so I could do some like at home workouts and still stay in shape and it was fun. Yeah. And then I like just finally like lost all of that like weight and everything that I like just packed on. Yeah. And this is like the first time in like two years that I'm under 200 pounds, which is weird. That's but, yeah, pretty good. I, I went from, from just like heavy drinking to like, okay, we're fixing this now. Yeah. That was, that was for my only phases. That's so, so no other bad habits in that. Well, I mean, absolute shit sleep schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to maintain. Yeah. I remember when uh, we had to do the two week quarantine in the house here. Like, I mean, within two days, I was sleeping until like three in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Which I've I mean, even now, like. I had a little bit of a change in position in the in the company and fucking went to working mostly nights Mm -hmm. in like a retail position and fucking even then, like my brain is still like you need to be up and doing something by 9 a.m. But. Nothing like nothing nearly as bad as like when we had to stay home for two weeks and I just instantly the sleep schedule went to shit. Oh man, yeah, because I I'd stay up until like one or two playing video games and then wake up the next morning probably around twelve one. Yeah. Not do anything, do a little workout. Yeah, <laughs> back to video games because <laughs> there's nothing to do. Yeah, like that's why I'm so happy people are like the vaccinations are rolling out even if they're a little slow. I think they're like pretty, they're going pretty fast. There's like a, they're flowing. All the, all I hear on the radio is that we're slower than the States. I'm just like, whatever. Like it's going, it's, there's an end in sight. Mm-hmm. You know Like what we I mean? can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. This better fucking end though. Mm. If I start, I mean, you know, fucking private businesses and shit can do whatever they want. But mm. like, if the government starts telling me, no, 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 these masks are here to stay. You know uh, what I mean? Or like, we're never going to shake hands again. I'm telling them to go fuck themselves. Oh yeah. Like. I, this has to like there has to be a hard end at some point I, I i just i wonder when that's gonna come honestly like when are they gonna i don't know I, like there's a lot of people i mean at, at the fucking beginning of it they were like oh, this would be like a two-month yeah. thing you know we'll, we'll get under control yeah and now we're now we're a year in and people are just getting vaccinated you know i'm like oh how how bad are they gonna fuck this up uh, if only we could have only if only we could have been like new zealand and australia yeah because they like got it locked down. Like, yeah, they're like everything over there is like fine. Yeah, they're not stressing about fucking vaccine like mm-hmm. wait. I don't times. think they have. Well, they don't need any vaccine. Well, I say they don't need, but they just don't have any cases there. Yeah, wouldn't that be fucking nice? Yeah. God damn it! I like. I can't wait for live music to come back. Honestly, that'd be so cool. Like, man, there's, uh, there's so many fucking, like bands I've heard of now, and like. I don't know, like, I really used to pay attention to, like, what was going on with, like, metal shit in Canada, mm-hmm. and then I just, like, fell out of it, and now I'm just, like, I found this, uh, you ever hear that Scoped Exposure podcast? No. It's this guy, uh, I think it's, like, the guitar player from, uh, this band called Endgame out of, like, Calgary or Edmonton or something, mm-hmm. and he just started a podcast just interviewing different, like, people from the Canadian hardcore scene, and I'm, like, and I've That's I've, pretty cool. Yeah, and it's so sick, and I've just found, like... A bunch of new bands that I yeah. never would have found on my own. Like, fucking... Like, he did... He just... You know, every time I see he's doing an interview with somebody from a band now, I just, like, look up the band and give, like, two songs a quick listen. Like, without it... They're usually the, pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I found like I found a couple that are really fucking good. Fuck, and they're I've, all I've, Canadian. 
Yeah, like I've been obsessed. I don't know where they're from, but I've been obsessed with this band lately called Fox Lake. Mm-hmm. And they're just, I don't know, it's like typical hardcore music, but this guy's just spitting over top of it. Like, it's so good. And I can't stop listening to it. And I'm, I wouldn't have found it without that fucking Scoped Exposure podcast. Man, I might have to look that up. You might. It's fucking sick. I've, I've like noticed that I don't really listen to much, like to music as much anymore. Really? Yeah. What changed that, do you think? On like, Another thing, another thing that I like really started doing during quarantine, you know, it was like my neck, my, okay, sorry, I had a third phase. My third phase was podcasts. Really? That's, that's like all I listen to. Like I, like whenever I get in my car, I don't really, yeah, I don't play music. I just, I put on podcasts and I just listen. What's your top three at the moment? My top three? Yeah. Um, if you, if you say Rogan, don't say it, pick a different one. I wasn't going to. Nobody. Honestly, I don't listen to like. Like I listened to like the odd interview, like I, I people that you like his like, well, his like Elon Musk one. And like, yeah, if, if I look and see, it's a guest that I like, I'll listen to it, but I don't listen to it religiously. Yeah. I was stoked to see Matt Fraser on there. That was, yeah, fun. that's fucking cool. Um, two bears, one cave. Oh, you now you're speaking my fucking language. I am <laughs> obsessed with that. Like I like. I watched or I listened to like all their shows. It's a then, match made in heaven. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. And then the bad friends. Did you see the switch they did last week? I got so confused. I like turned that on two was... bears, one cave, and I was like, what the hell is this? And you go look at the other one, and it's the other two. You're just like, this is how you market. Yeah, like that's smart. <laughs> um, so just those... shit on each other's studios the entire time. <laughs> it was pretty funny, like listening to like listening to the one podcast when they call, and then listening to the other one when they yeah. like the reverse. No, that was funny. What's the other two, though? Or the other one, I guess. Um, um, shit. I know that there's a third one I listen to. Um, the Ross Boland podcast. Ross Boland? I never heard of that. Yeah. Um, who's, who's that? Is Ross Boland a person? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just don't know the yeah. person's name. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's just... Just like another... It's, it's two guys... And they always just have, I guess, like their topics of whatever they want to talk about. And they have like pretty funny things. Yeah. They have their like animal of their week. Um, <laughs> There's way more production value than I have. <laughs> or the coolest pirate. Yeah. Just like little shit like that. And it's pretty funny. They're those. Are, I kind of I prefer comedy podcasts, honestly. Me too. Like I've lately I've fallen in love with this new one that came out called Bloodbath. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like Bobby Lee's girlfriend, Annie Letterman, and some other comedian that I don't think I've heard of. But it's just, it's just three, like, really savage chicks, and they're hilarious. I might have to give that a listen, then. Yeah, it's, it's fucking good. If, I mean, it's, yeah, I can't even think of good words for it. They're only on, like, episode five, and I'm just like, this is fucking golden. Oh, nice. But yeah, like all the Your Mom's House stuff, I can't get enough of that. Oh, I just watched their live show last night. Holy fuck. That was, that was hard. Oh God. You ever watched one of those live shows? No. Oh my, I'm going to send you the fucking code. You need to, <laughs> you it, need to see what goes on when fucking YouTube isn't flagging them for shit. Oh, it, just like, it's on their outrageous. own website. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> There was a, did you ever watch like the videos? Like this was like early on in the two bears, one cave. Like they did like a dance off video. Yeah. I I remember seeing that episode when Tom showed Bert his, 
and he just could not he had no words for it that was a golden moment in time yeah no and the fucking spending like how much money on that fucking dance video too oh my god it was like down <laughs> fit at like 15 or 20 grand like so much so just, much that you just didn't just to have tell, to yeah just to tell your friend like hey fuck you yeah. <laughs> that's awesome though that's right. hilarious but at the same time, I can definitely see myself doing dumb shit like that if I had that kind of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. I would I'd definitely pay 20 grand to just tell my friend, fuck you. <laughs> but I don't know. I really, I hope when COVID ends, that's one thing I'm excited about is like, because they say that's going to continue. I hope it does. Like, there's no <laughs> way it can't. Yeah. Uh, you see, what's his name's fucking accident? The fucking arm? Oh, my God. That was the most... Oh man, horrific! It was awful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's nothing compared to what they do on the live shows, but fucking yeah, it was awful. <laughs> oh my god, like that, like the one last night. Fucking, there was just like fucking prolapsing anuses and fucking <laughs> oh. people putting nails through their ball sacks and fucking oh, what sound like yeah, like they have this hey they have this heavy segment at the end of every live show now. Mm-hmm. And they'll just like slowly kind of lean you into like it getting worse and worse and worse. And like the fucking like this dude nailing his fucking sack to like a two by four was like early on that in this segment. That's giving me like pain Olympic vibes. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you liked pain Olympics, no, or if I you were like if you were like on rotten.com <laughs> when you were like 15, like this is for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it's just the yeah, it's the most wild shit. And I always make sure it's like if I'm watching it like on my computer, I'll just make sure to turn the screen out so that somebody walking by is like, oh, what the fuck? Man, yeah, no. Pain Olympics was traumatizing. It was, was fucking traumatizing. But like I don't know, now I'm like really desensitized to that. Yeah. Like people watch these live shows and you know, post like their reactions to fucking Instagram and Twitter, and I'm I'm just sitting there and I'm kind of like, ugh. Huh. Like, oh, that's, that's weird. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's yeah. yeah. But not like, yeah, not like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing guts on the internet when I was like 15 mm-hmm. and now, now nothing bothers me for some reason. I, I'm, I was always the worst person for like, whenever it's like one of those like beheading videos, I always watched them, which is really fucking weird. Yeah, me too. I don't know. There's a certain kind of like weird person that like looks for that kind of shit and for some reason like a hundred found a hundred something thousand of them found your mom's house and now they dedicate these live shows pretty much just to that oh my god and like i don't know are you up on that one at all no i haven't yet oh okay it's i don't know like the those two have a kind of genius mind to what they do because like they they will tease stuff in like the regular like youtube and mm-hmm. and whatever show and then, like, pay it off in the biggest way on these live shows now. Like, the like Tom's been just teasing his wife about, like, hey, you need bigger tits. Like, you you know, like, you need to make yourself, like, attractive to me. For, like, a bunch of episodes now. Oh and then just, she came out with, like, these giant fake tits on the live show. Like, not, like, fake, like, implants, but, mm-hmm. like, they just put something on her. <laughs> and, like, it's so much thought. There's so much thought into it. That's that's one of my idols for doing stuff like this is mm. just somebody who can be really creative with, with just like the goofiest shit that nobody should care about. 
Like, I don't know, man. He's just, he's found these like culty people. Yeah. It, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Cause they are, they love him. Um, Oh, what the fuck else was I going to ask? I don't know. We got, uh, we were, what the fuck? We lost track on the fucking guns, I think. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. Um, that joint hit me. Yeah, I know. It keeps hitting me. It's, it's a lot like you bouncing. It just, <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck? So, I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna say magic wand. You can fix gun violence in Canada. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. To fix gun violence. Yeah. Um. Shit. Like you're you're a prime minister. You can write the bill. You're not even prime minister. You're just like. There's no cabinet. There's no. You just. It's just. This is it. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I. That's a lot. That's a. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. Probably more education. On, I had no else. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, there's more. So gun violence. I don't know. There's, like, a root cause for gun violence. So there's obviously different reasons for gun violence happening. So yeah, we'd have to, like, look at a, every, I don't know, every reason for gun violence. Would, it, would your fix involve anything that the fucking liberals did with their assault rifle ban no certain calipers no no (laughs) fucking dumb okay good that's what i wanted to know they uh, here's another thing that that really bothered me they banned like all these assault rifles but not pistols really yeah pistols are still fine because what's the what's the rule with legally owning a pistol can it only go from like fucking you're safe to like a range or something pretty much yeah that's what it is yeah that's That's like like, that's the wrong that's the rule but i mean Rule. I mean, at it's that point, just rules, ban them. Rules haven't stopped anybody yet. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. At that point, just ban them. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if they, yeah, if they're going to keep assault rifles, ban the pistols, too. Those are way more common for gun violence. Yeah, exactly. But I really doubt, like, the fucking violence on the streets is being caused by any legal guns. Absolutely not. Like, where, like, where the fuck do people get those? Are they all coming from the States, or stolen and just scratching off and like switching out some pieces scratching off the serial number and just yeah coming down from the states everywhere yeah like realistically it's not that hard you talk to you you keep asking someone's eventually gonna say yeah i can get you one that's fucking wild that's fucking that's the dumb that's the dumbest shit like, I don't understand why they could have just done something that actually worked. Because that's too much effort. It was too much effort. It doesn't buy votes. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you... We're, what, two years away from an election? Do you see any viable candidates? Because I don't. Maybe Jagmeet Singh, but more than anything, because he looks like a cool dude. Yeah, I don't you know, know, just because he's, he's, like, pretty good with social media. I mean, really? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's like, got a he's, brain for marketing. Yeah, that's for sure. Like or somebody in his team does. He's his like social media is like perfect. It's awesome. I mean, first federal candidate on TikTok, I think. Yeah. <laughs> when he popped up, man, I'm obsessed with TikTok. Really? Yeah, that started during quarantine too. Oh, but yeah, he's TikTok. when I saw him on TikTok, he was he's hilarious. He knows like how to attract people. He could probably be a stand up if he wanted to. I think he could, or like some sort of like 
I mean, obviously he is a public figure, but like a public speaker of some type, definitely. Oh, yeah. Like he's got, he's got, I think we were talking about this with uh, the girl that was last here, but he's got like Obama vibes to a certain extent. It's just like, seems like, I would say probably like a little more relaxed. You see, or yeah, a little bit less like uptight and presidential, but still like, like even leader. more relatable. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, and plus like you read a story, like the dude's been poor. And that's yeah. that's the kind of person I definitely trust. Yeah, being in charge of who's going to be poor and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want someone that you can relate to. Yeah, because I mean, like, who's going to have your better interest? Yeah, because I mean, what has like four percent of the fucking population had an upbringing as rich as fucking Justin Trudeau's? <sighs> like old school government money. Like nobody. Like most kids are not that rich. No, that's the least relatable person you could ever get. I don't know who this. Uh, the fucking conservative guy is Aaron O'Toole. I don't know anything about him. I heard, he's a young guy. Is I, he? I like. I sounded think he, old as fuck on oh, the radio. Yeah, okay, I could be. I could be completely wrong about that. I think. Then again, I'm just listening to the radio. I'm yeah. not looking at these people. I know him and like Justin Trudeau got into one, or they like just started arguing. Or he, really, yeah. About what? I can't. I couldn't even tell you. No. Politics okay. is like one thing that I really wish I understood better. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, I think we all kind of had some time to, like, understand it a little bit better mm-hmm. as all this fucking quarantine shit started happening. But, yeah, I really, there's a lot of it that I don't get, and there's a lot of it that I'm just, like, I don't know. What One thing I know is that, like, there's there's not, like, a single party that has a, the answer no. to, like, make shit, what it, you know, as good as it used to be. Even, I mean, and we don't have it much worse than, like, Sarah Parents did. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Western Canada here, like, in the 90s. It was dog shit. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if we, if you start thinking about, like, what our grandparents made versus, like, what a house costs, what the cost of living was, like, nobody has any clue how to get us back there. And we mm-hmm. totally could be. You think so? I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking out my ass, but, like, <laughs> I think so. You know what I mean? Like have a have a middle class that actually exists. Yeah. Like that would be sick. That, that would be, be sick cool. if the vast majority of people could like own a home, be comfortable. Yeah, have a savings account, like not have to fucking take these big risks on GameStop just to survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I th- I bet it could happen. I just don't know how it would happen. It doesn't seem like anybody has an answer. Everybody has like a good idea, mm-hmm. but is not seeing the full picture. But yeah, there you, we don't know if the idea is actually going to work until they try it. No, and but and I bet by itself a lot of these ideas wouldn't really do much. Yeah, like even if there was a good of a good effect, like I don't know, like what do the what do the conservatives want to do? Like lower people's taxes, kind of everybody's like that's their whole thing. Get people working, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, I bet that'll work a little bit. Oh. Do something. But it's not, you know, you're not going to be pulling, like, half the country out of poverty. Oh, God, no. That's with just lowering everybody's taxes. You know, and then what's the what's the other side? Like, raise the riches' taxes, eat them, whatever the fuck the eat NDP the wants to do. Yeah. And, like, sure, <laughs> it's probably a good idea, <laughs> but I think there's a lot more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and I don't know what that a lot more is. But I feel like there's nobody that sees the full picture no. of what's going on here. And a lot of, and there's so much fucking money in government that how could you ever trust these people like a hundred percent? You can't. Yeah, you can't it, like we like first thing we should do is fucking be like, okay, 
top wage as prime minister is mm-hmm. like 35 grand a year. Cat or you, you yeah, and it goes it. down from there. And it goes down? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it would, it would put the prime minister in a more relatable position to the people. Not just put him in a relatable position, but he would be like, okay, this tax code is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing something about this right now because he's like, I'm having trouble surviving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even with that expense, the expense account that they get now. Like, even if you just kept that so they can still travel internationally, do all the fucking government bullshit that they need to do, I bet it fucking, like, would be really difficult for them to live on, like, what an average person lives on now. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, I don't know, like... Like, I've I've never really had money, like... And this is probably the most money that I've had, and I've had it for, like, the same amount for, like, five years now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is still... Like difficult. Like I remember being twenty one and being like, "Oh, fucking, like three bucks above minimum wage. That's insane." Yeah. And now I'm like, you know, I live on my own. I'm just like, this is dog shit. It is. Like this, you can't. There's, there's very little getting ahead. Like, and you, there's definitely no like, like my fucking my grandma. Like, I don't think she worked after like she had kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not possible today. No, absolutely not. Like. I don't know what has to happen, but something's got to happen, right? Something has to, and I'm, I'm sure something will. You think it's, so? It's just a matter of time. I think the world ends before then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, and maybe this fucking COVID is the world ending. Man, that'd be interesting. Okay, it so would be. COVID. So there's a, do you have Amazon Prime? No. So on Amazon Prime, there's a show called utopia and it's basically the exact same premise of covid nice was it before covid or after it was i think like literally just as covid was like popping off oh okay like starting so they definitely it was a four it was a great show but it was like yeah so disease comes in government's causing the disease and they're now supplying the vaccines as well yeah so that was the premise of the show and um yeah, they got so much backlash that they had to cancel the show. Wow, really? Because of uh, everything. It was so right? Because it was like dead on and people were like, oh my God, that's what's happening. This is what's happening to us right now. That's fucking wild. So yeah, they had to cancel the show, which was disappointing because it's honestly, it's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Some, I mean, I'm sure, I think the Simpsons have a couple of good wins oh like that. Oh my God. Like, but how is that possible? Like I don't know. I've times. seen a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of them debunked. Like, oh, that was just a meme that was edited. But like, there there was a few back in the day that they got real right. Yeah. And, but I think, but there was one really similar to COVID. I think it was like a a flu came into fucking Springfield, and then, like later in the episode, there's like just riots in the street. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Those I think those writers just look at like what's possible. And just, they're like, well, this will be a good story. I bet it'd be funny. Like, they, they definitely don't know the future. No, that, I think uh, they're just damn good writers. I don't know. Yeah. But the fucking... I'm, I'm excited to see if they get anything next, if The Simpsons keeps going. You think that should end? I feel like that should just end one of these days. <laughs> How do you end it, though? You just fucking... I mean, it probably should have like, fucking... Eight years ago, mm. but because like, there it's been going on for what twenty five years, thirty some years, thirty one. Oh, we don't look shit up here. That's right. I don't know. Like it's got to be like thirty years at God. least. Yeah. At what point do they? 
It'd just be like, okay, yeah, just throwing the fucking white flag. Like, doing this long enough. Because at at a certain point, like, I mean, I'll always go back and watch that shit. Like, especially Halloween, I'm just going to marathon the Treehouses of Horror. Oh, those are great. But, you know, like, it feels like a lot more of the same when these things just go on too long. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, you, you explore these characters so deeply after, like, fucking 30 years like <laughs> you know everything about them yeah there's not much left to learn mm-hmm. and that was the fun part about the simpsons was always like seeing how these characters worked and like every now and then bringing in a new character mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know speaking of things that go on too long we should cut this up yeah yeah okay this is this is a lot of fun though yeah it's a good way to start the next part of my year doing this okay good <laughs> As no matter the fucking camera issues or how fucking baked we are this was a lot of fun good i appreciate that this was a lot of fun i know right man talking is a lot of work one-on-one yes yeah. i like, know like actually just like talk like how long has this been going on um i mean some of it's gonna cut out but mm. at the beginning but like an hour 40 man like that's a that's a lot of talking. That is that's a lot of hard. Talking. And I got to apologize. Like there's some points where I was like too baked. <laughs> I was quite, I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't know what to say. That's okay. That's, <laughs> you know what? That's what we're here for. We're just, we're getting high and we're talking shit. That's all this is, man. My God. There ain't no focus to this. No, this is cool. I like this. This is fun actually. No, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's, you know, I'm not coming out until like two weeks from now. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm really excited to see what the finished product or more so here, what the finished project <laughs> looks like on this one. But, uh, yeah, one more time. What's the Instagram? It is Jonah Lift. If you want to look me up, I post some pretty sub-average videos. It's good lifting. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah. All right. It's been Swell Dog. Yep. Awesome. Um, I should say, the Tuesday that you're seeing this, we are actually doing the 420 giveaway will i don't know what's going on yet but we'll either be live on instagram or youtube or something i'll put it out there but uh hit up the saturday night smoke show on instagram to keep up with all the details giving away a hat uh one of the epoxy ashtrays everything's gold and black and then a pre-roll to go with it uh the second the merch drops so yeah hit that up on instagram and we'll see you next time deuces sluts